1: podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host,
2: Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X podcast show. This is the Vegas Supercross wrap up. Yeah, it's gone. It's over 17 rounds, bro. And uh, plenty to talk about when it comes to this, from the shootout to the 450-minute event to the 450 heat race that uh, captured a stadium. And uh, and much more thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for making this happen, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web, and uh, you can get the same gear, the same helmets, Weston Pike, Blake Baggett. Osborne wears the gear and won a title in Fly Racing. And uh, please check them out. Uh, they've got the new stuff coming out sometime this summer. And the 2018 and a half Kinetic Mesh that Brayton – War in Daytona and one uh, is available now in some really sweet colors. I love Baggett stuff this past weekend. Also, to Alpine Stars, thanks to those guys as well. Alpine Star protects whether it's the Tech 10 boot, which is the benchmark boot in motocross, to the A4 chest protector, which is a fundamental statement for the company uh, that runs, uh, runs the, the, the sport as far as a continued progression of cutting edge technology and industry leading safety. Uh, and also, too, we want to thank the folks at Maxis, the MXST tire by Jeremy McGrath, is coming out real soon, MXST, developed uh, by Jeremy McGrath, and uh, please Maxis.com, whether it's your mountain bike, whether it's your trailer, whether it's your UTV, dirt bike, whatever it is, Maxis has you covered. All right, let's get into the uh, race that was with me on the line, all three of us are at the race this weekend, by the way, hasn't happened in a little bit, but we were all there, with me on the line from FlyRacing.com, he's a former Montreal Supercross champion, he's a former German Supercross champion, uh, JT, what's up, Jason Thomas?
1: Not too much. Um, I am happy to say we have finished Supercross. Um, that's a very uh, pleasant thing for me to utter.
2: <laughs> wow, there's 12 rounds of real racing coming up. I don't know if you've aware. Well,
1: I'm, I'm all in on the outdoors. I'm excited for that. I'm just man. It's it's a lot of Supercross racing in a row. That's you know the outdoors. We get a little bit of a break, and you kind of get a breath of fresh air with a different format, and it's a completely different animal. So you know I'm I'm fine with that. It's just man, you know what. We, I think everybody that was there yesterday, other than the fans, everybody that works in this industry was like, "Okay, man, let's just let's get yeah. wrap this thing up."
2: Uh, also uh, on the line from Racer X Magazine, please subscribe. The voice of the uh, Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships, Jason Wygant. Yeah. Did you make your flight? You had a red eye nope. out. Nope. Didn't make it.
0: Missed it by two minutes. I hop. Uh. <laughs> uh- <laughs> And then I had to connect in Dallas, and then I couldn't get a standby seat, so I actually spent most of Sunday uh, at Dallas Fort Worth Airport.
2: Um, Good times. Okay, wait. It seemed like it ended enough in time. It was one a.m. People love this, by the way. So if you don't like this, this travel woes, yeah, just fast yeah. forward. But I don't, I don't really care. So you had enough time. You, you had to have lingered.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The press conference is over, and then I went to the pits and uh, got videos of the. Dueling burnouts with the Osborne and Anderson bikes, um, and then I hightailed it out of there. And here's what it actually came down to: I was having email issues all day, so I did not bother to do online check-in because it's useless. You can't receive emails, and I got to the airport 45 minutes before my flight, or actually, sorry, 43 minutes before my flight, and you can't check in. Got to be 45 minutes or more. How is it? Couldn't, I'm like, you, you, know, you, can't check I'm a, not,
2: you can't check a bag. You check in at all. You can't, can't, nope, check can't check in at all. No, I can't check in.
0: No. I get my seat away.
2: No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. JT. Why, JT. You didn't JT. check in online? JT. I did not check in online. Oh, that's, well, yeah, that's your fault. That's why. Yeah, I didn't check in. I tried to check in in the morning, and then my email was not working all weekend. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to email myself this boarding pass, so I'm not even going to bother. And I didn't realize how it was going to cost me.
1: Uh, well, I don't even yeah. know, but I, I, don't, I still don't really. What airline did you fly, like, something I f- I've never heard of?
2: I feel like you can check in up to 10 minutes before your flight.
1: Nope. I think, I think you have to be at in? the gate within 15 minutes. I know that's Delta's
0: rule, within 15 minutes. I go to the kiosk. I, it locks me out. It says, you are too close to the boarding time of your flight to get a boarding pass. Please see an agent. It prints out a card for me to give to the agent, and they say, oh, yeah, you're locked out. You're you're too well. At that point, it was now three minutes. Like the lockout time was uh, three minutes ago. This is new to me. I've never yeah, I've never yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea because I always do online check ins so I didn't know it could ever happen. Um, so I'm just standing there. I'm like, so you know, I would have time to make this flight. I'm like, there are 41 minutes before this flight takes off, and there's nobody in this airport. Like I can be at the gate in probably what seven minutes, five minutes. Yep. I'm like, so I could be at the gate. 35 minutes before the flight You'd probably takes be there off. before they started boarding. Yeah, yeah, I would be there 35 minutes before the flight takes off. And there's nothing you can do. There, nope. Once 45 minutes, that means you're not flying and we've already, you know, filled your seat. That's bizarre. Done. That's, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. You it's have done. to
2: check your bag 45 minutes before your flight. Otherwise, forget I get it. that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You will not allow you it. You
0: haven't checked in. I've never experienced this. I know that I've cut it close in the past and never...
2: Ran so, into so you, why get had to do the absolute worst thing and get a hotel room.
0: No no no. There was a flight a half hour later oh. to Dallas. Oh. And they're like, we'll find you a connection from Dallas to Charlotte. Okay. So it was the worst case scenario where I stayed up all night, did red eye like level of sleeping, yet didn't get home till three in the afternoon.
2: Ooh. Oh dude.
1: Oh. just sitting
0: oh. in Dallas Airport for like five hours.
1: Were you direct on your first one?
2: JT doesn't this whole oh, yeah. thing doesn't this whole thing reek of a guy that has no status and doesn't, you know. Does.
1: Yeah, what, what, where did you buy this? Did you buy this airline flight from like a guy on the corner? Like a, he had like was a, this a, a stub hub. Did
0: you buy it from a, yeah. a resale yeah. ticket or
2: something? Yeah, was this somebody's seat that they gave up and you, yeah, what What was the deal? Yeah,
0: did you see those guys in the parking lot at Sam Boyd Stadium saying need tickets? And yeah. I thought they meant airline tickets. So I hit them
2: up.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. No, man, I'm whatever, gold or platinum or whatever the hell it's called. I heard it on AmericanAirline.com, and I'm like, there's nothing you can do. And they thought they were hooking me up because they still wow. got me home okay. and All didn't right. have a change fee. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. Plus, I don't think you get much sympathy in Vegas because they're like, why did you miss it? And I'm like, I was covering an event, and I'm sure when it's Saturday night at um, uh, mid- midnight in Vegas, I'm sure they're like, yeah, covering an event.
2: I mean, this, sure, is, good bro. To, this is good to know for – I mean, I just assumed I could check in Pretty much up until 15, 20 minutes for the flight. Too. Me too. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's yep. Let's move on from there. JT. Riveting. Riveting stuff. I don't care. I, I like to hear this stuff. I don't care if people shoot me angry emails. I don't care. Um, uh, okay. So, JT, by the way, um, rumor is Montreal Supercross is coming back. Would you dust off the boots? No. Okay.
1: All right. No, that's never going to happen.
2: All right. Well, um man, Supercross is gone. It's kind of crazy to think. JT, so I want to start off before Weige got into his travel stuff, which nobody cares about. Uh I want to start off, JT, with you're right, because whygan't Um talking to JT talking about how everybody just wants this thing to get over with, and that is true. Um you go to the pits afterwards and it's kind of a ghost town. Like people are just like, I ah, getting out of here. Like there's no there's not really any lingering around for, for this Vegas Supercross.
1: Well, you know, I think it's it's different for everyone. Uh, there, there were three guys that it was probably the most nerve wracking day of their life or one of them anyway. And then the other, you know, 99% of the people in the pits, it was just like, yeah, let's, let's, let's stay safe. Let's get a good race in. and Let's go home. But, you know, so it was a, a really, uh weird kind of situation where there was so many different levels of interest for this event. If you went around the paddock and talked to different teams. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't know, man. I, I guess call me, call me uh, Scrooge or whatever. I, I'm kind of over the team burnout things. I really am. I don't know. It was cool. I don't know what that means. When you're the, over the teams being burnout? No, the teams doing the burnouts on the bikes. Oh, burn! I got you. Yeah, like now it's a tradition. Everyone does it, and I don't know. It's like I, I, I don't know. We've seen it. It's like all right, cool, right on. You're gonna, you're gonna just definitely stink everybody out of your tent and just have smoke everywhere. <laughs> And you know, it's loud as shit. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was because I was trying to talk to people while some of those said burnouts were going on. Yeah. <laughs> I. Don't, I don't know. Like, just stop it, everybody. We've done it. Everyone does it. It's done. Like, and think about the bike. Think about the, all that.
1: You know. Nobody
0: cares about
2: the bike. I know, but um, I, I've noticed. You know what? I wish
0: uh, we could compare. Uh, videos of previous championship celebrations, I think you can find a direct correlation to how much more reliable these bikes are getting. Mm-hmm. They could not kill Osborne's. They couldn't do it. Yeah, It just wouldn't blow. Yep. And it took everything they had to finally get Anderson's bike to let go. And this is not damning the build quality of these bikes. Their goal is to blow it up. They're trying to blow it up. That's how the burnout ends, when the bike lets go. Yeah, like, like, And how, it's how? getting harder and harder to uh, get them to break.
2: He'll too hillbilly to try to blow up your bike like i i don't know i don't know again this is probably the you know contrarian point of view here so i just i don't get it um yeah so supercross is go- done it might be my last supercross ever covering by the way you guys That's right you? might be the well, last hell
0: does anything to do with it yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point um all right, let's 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 move on to so all three guys that had double-digit points leads, uh, clinched their titles. Uh, Anderson's actually was seemed uh, maybe the most impressive, just because uh, he was sick with food poisoning. I guess Weegee couldn't even make it through the press conference, huh?
0: No, he made it to the press conference, oh. and then he started. I, I think he was okay. You know how it is when you're sick. Like if you just do nothing, like that's the goal. Like don't move. Right. And if things start to change, that's when it all starts rushing back. So he was not looking great, but he was okay, and then the more he started to talk, then he yells, and he's like, hey, I need a sweatshirt. I'm cold. Then he starts shivering. Then he starts turning pale. Then he starts talking about being sick, and then it all starts to come unglued.
2: Oh wow! So he stands
0: up, and I'm like, he's about to... We need the Gallagher sheet. I don't mean John Gallagher from the FIM. I mean the watermelon smashing (laughs) Gallagher. (laughs) I mean, we almost needed a tarp. I'm like, he's about to throw up all over us. Wow. And he stood up he leaned forward. I'm like, he's about to throw up. There it comes. And he, like, did, like, an NBA, like, deep, low post pivot spin move off the stage and ran away.
2: No way. And it hasn't been seen since. <laughs> Man, yeah. no championship party like that sucks. I mean, I would imagine. I don't know for sure, but I would imagine. Uh, and that makes, yeah, it, it, makes his race it even more impressive. It created so
0: much noise, though, in the pits. Like, yeah, no celebration. But it, this is so funny how this works. He... He explained that he was sick. I do believe he was sick. Some people are saying no, he wasn't sick. That's just nerves. And I'm like, wait, you would throw up an hour after? Yeah. The race. Yeah. Is that possible? Right. Maybe it is. I don't know. The mind's a powerful thing. But in addition, when I went over to the pits at the end, one of my buddies sends me a text. Shows me a text. He's like, check this out, dude. Check this out. And the text said, I heard Anderson ran through the pits and is throwing up, and. Need to see a doctor. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not gossip rumor crazy. That's actually like a legit, like he's just sick. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was already this why did Anderson throw up story gossip was spreading to the pits like wildfire, like that he was nervous or something or Uh, or throwing up because he drank so much.
2: It's amazing. Um, Well, hey, it makes his fifth even better. He wasn't feeling good all day, you know, and all that. Good job. He brought it home.
0: Do you? What do you guys think? Any chance that this was not illness and this is actually mind related?
2: No, uh, Alden's HGH pumping up program finally got to him. They, they put <laughs> okay. they put so much into him, like the Incredible Hulk. They just you know so much into him. He just it, it finally backfired. Finally, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking, everybody. But uh, I don't know. JT, uh, sure, whatever. Uh, no, I wouldn't
1: think so. I mean. Anderson doesn't strike me as a guy that really locks up or is all that nervous in any situation. So I would assume it was just, yeah, he had food poisoning or something wasn't agreeing with him. He just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy where he's really letting pressure affect him.
2: Yeah, I mean, who knows? But, yeah, good job on his ride. Um, he did what he had to do, got around, uh, got a decent start, snuck around the inside, and, and really like, like Osborne finished right ahead of Plessinger. Uh, Plessinger, um, Osborne was seventh. Plessinger was eighth. Al- Anderson was fifth, and Weege. Everyone was cool with that. Those three guys, like, every- they were all just cool where they were at all points in the main event.
0: Yeah, I almost feel like there's really no connection or history with Osborne or Plessinger. Like they've raced each other, you know, in the nationals. They're usually on opposite coasts. I don't, I don't even they don't consider themselves friends or acquaintances or enemies at all. But it almost seemed like when they saw that they were near each other, it was almost like a comforting feeling of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just you ride by me and I'll ride by you. You cool? You cool? I'm cool. You cool? Yeah, Yeah,
2: we're good. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I don't think it was
2: a coincidence
1: that ended. No, Uh, absolutely. They rode exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, both of them knew the exact situation they were in. And you could even see uh, at one point, uh, you know, for for Aaron, he had it dialed because he had two Yamaha guys behind him that wanted no – part of getting anywhere near him and they basically chisholm moved over at the beginning and let Aaron go by and they were not going to press up to him and then you know for him he's looking at osborne he's like yeah you're good i'm good i got two of my guys you know my yamaha guys behind me uh we're, we're set here everybody just do what you're doing like and um, you could, they were they were yeah. cruising like they weren't even really riding
2: well there. also let's talk about this track it wasn't good. It would it was hard to pass someone unless they screwed the whoops up, J T. Yeah, it was it. not not very good. No.
1: <laughs> no, we but we knew that. We knew that going into the event. Yeah, I yeah. wrote a column on Thursday and um I specifically said this is probably the easiest track map track design I've ever seen. Ever.
2: Am I uh, I, I can't I'm remember a, I might stand with A two. I might stand A two, say I might this might, year? Yeah. Challenge you on the A two track. Ooh. But, anyway, yeah, it was.
1: I mean, maybe the whoops the were fairly difficult, but the 3-3 three, three rhythm was pretty easy to, to execute for most guys. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything on it. There was Dude. an on-off, <laughs> and there was, you know, like, where, where was the difficulty? Where was anything to separate other than yeah. corner speed? I mean, there yep. just wasn't much. Like, Tomac was doing that skip-over jump, which was ludicrous. Yep. But that's not even that's not even mortal stuff. Like, that's not normal. No one was planning he, on that to happen.
2: Did he do it in the night show at all?
1: Uh, he did it in the main event.
2: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, he did. But I think once. I missed it, but he did it once and never did it again.
0: I think he did it maybe twice at least, at yeah, maybe twice. Be- Be- twice, yeah. because
2: someone said oh he did it and I went I, I and then, then I remember looking the last next few laps and I never saw him do it and it was actually costing him time because he was trying to time it
1: he set up for it a- yeah.
2: a- and then he wouldn't he wouldn't get it and then he would come off the single not very far you know not very yeah. fast and, and
1: Marvin Marvin was Marvin was the best guy in that section besides that Tomac line he w- he had it dialed where he could wheel wheelie into the hole, and then he was jumping, I don't know, 10 feet further than anyone else. Um, He was great there.
2: AC was great, too, soaking it up on the left. Somehow on the left, it looked a little lower, or there was something going on. The
1: the transition was better. Yeah. Uh, So when, basically, it allowed you to carry more speed through the jump on the left side. The right side was pretty abrupt.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, that was, yeah, Tomac doing that in practice, and then, like you guys said, once or twice in the main, that was pretty cool. That was pretty, that was...
1: That's Stu. Stuff. That's
2: I didn't want to go there. Stu. I didn't want
1: to Eli. That's Stu type stuff.
2: I didn't want to go there, but that's Stu. It's
1: right. true though. Yeah. I'm not saying they're they're not that similar, but you see little tendencies where he does stuff that no one else can do. No one else at that race could do that but Eli. No. Or was willing to.
2: It was good. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was really really cool. Well, they, they a lot of guys are doing it after the in the first practice or second practice and then they change right, it. Right, yeah, right. Yep. Of course, yeah. Um all right, uh, you know what was funny about this race was, and Weege, tell me if you agree. The loudest cheer was for Chad Reed in the heat race.
0: Oh yeah, well we had extra amplification because the Chad Reed VIP program was, I think half of the press box.
2: Yeah, yeah. We should probably look into the rules. I think they might have broke some rules there with press box seats. The entire front
0: row of the press box was. No, the Chad it VIP wasn't.
2: Program. No, it wasn't. Stop it. I think they had twenty-two people.
0: I think that's how they do it. Is that how they do it. 22. I think there were 22
2: people. Um, Listen, JT, we're going to get JT very upset. He's going to hang up if you keep talking. No,
1: no, honestly, like that was that was great. I, you know, whatever. You have to understand that I was one of Chad Reed's best friend, if not his best friend, for a decade before our little tiff we're in right now. So. It's not like I don't appreciate stuff like that, where he's rising to the occasion. I thought it was cool, you know. Maybe oh,
2: well, we're talking about the cheers and stuff, not so much the race. I, I well, don't mean that.
1: But I think I think the cheers that were going on inside the stadium were echoed outside. It was well, the same, the same feeling. You we know, said are no, we, the fact that he's
2: We that said old. no. He said no. It was because we had these VIPs in front of us.
0: No, I said it amplified it. Wow, well, that means it was already significant, and then it was just it's just a, hey,
2: a boost. Look, I don't know what that says for our sport necessarily, for our elite guys right now, that the, the 34-year-old g- leading the heat race and getting Eli back is... He's not 34. How old is he? Uh,
1: 35.
2: Oh, My bad. Sorry.
1: I'm just saying, uh, it's, when, you, when you get to this age, it matters. I mean, there's, there are... A, I think Brayton may be close to 34, too. So 35, okay. he's going to be 36 next season. I, I well, I guess
2: it. my whole point is garbage then because he's not 34. No, no, but I'm just getting listen,
0: the facts the, correct.
2: The, Thirty-five years old, and and that's the highlight of the night. And I mean, and by a significant amount, why? Get people loved it.
0: Oh yeah, no, the stadium was going nuts. I just wanted to make a point of right. when they were going nuts. We also literally had the Chad Reed VIP group five feet from us of, 80, so got your 80, point, which...
2: of eighty-two people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, yeah, eighty-two people. So yeah, the place was going crazy. The place was going nuts. Yeah. And uh, you know what though? I was thinking about this. You know, Chad is significantly more legendary than just the standard every year. There's some guy who is old and people like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, when Brayton won at Daytona, it was popular. Wyndham. And a lot of it is. Wyndham had it. Yeah, I you would, know. Wyndham had it. Larocco um, had it.
2: Didn't Cali have a guy that was up in like, his 30s and doing well for a while? Uh, he was just a test rider for Stu. That's all he was hired oh. for. No, Red Dog right. never got on the level of Wyndham, Larocco. Not cheers-wise, I think yeah. maybe he had mad respect.
0: Yes. But, yeah, I don't yes. think he was just yes. wasn't exploding thing. Doughty. Right. Yep. But, maybe you know, was I was great, thinking about was the, the other favorite. day. favorite. Okay. No.
1: Sorry.
0: Talking to each other. I heard this theory the other day. Okay. I was listening to a podcast about, like, the music industry. And they were talking about how, you know, musicians have to make money on concerts now. Yeah. Because you can't make money selling music. But the only way to really pack in a significant crowd is you have to have – You have to have a long career because then it just drags in more people who are like, you know, you can get to people age 25 to 55 who at some point were all a fan of your music. You're just making that pie so much bigger. So I know what you're saying, that they should be cheering just as much for the Jason Andersons, who's the current champ, but Anderson's shelf life, his time that he's been someone the fans have been cheering for is only three or four years. He's never going to be as popular as a guy who's had 15 years worth of memories. It's just the way it's always going to be. So I don't know if that necessarily uh, is a problem. Just it
2: was. Just so, just it was mad. so loud, though. It was so much bigger than everything, oh. and it was just oh, a yeah. heat race. It was just a heat race, you know. Like, but well, that's cool. Hey, that was cool. I, I thought it was neat. I, I was excited. You know, good for good for the 22 man.
1: It you was know? one of the you only I things I cheer for all yeah. night,
2: Gigi. Uh Yeah, it, was. It, it really was. I hate yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there wasn't any drama with the title stuff, so that didn't get everybody going. Oh, it was crazy. You know what else was cool about it? Like, look, did anyone think he was going to win the Heat?
2: No. Mm, the VIPs probably did. The VIPs. Okay. But
0: it is amazing to watch him in that situation. It, something I didn't even think was possible. Like, when they went outside the stadium, I'm like, somehow Tomac is faster, mm-hmm. and Chad isn't riding dirty, but Tomac still can't pass him. <laughs> it's
2: like This right.
0: vortex of, like... Geography and physics.
2: Or, or just Chad. He just knows what the F he's doing. Yeah, Chad's veteran rider, where he's like, I know what you're doing. I got this. You know? Totally. Yeah. Um, like,
0: I'm JT, I'm sure you saw that. He wasn't being dirty, but he was making it difficult.
1: Well, you just know the angles that are necessary to make a path, and you cut them off, you know? Like, you just don't allow that angle to be taken. He's, I mean, we're talking about somebody who's been against the very best. Stu and RC yep. and all these guys, and he's been under fire from them Timmy. in front of them, and they've, he's had to hold, try to hold them off for years, you know, so he, he gets the game. Like, there may be not a more uh, well-crafted racer in history than this guy. You know, he won races that he, a lot of times he wasn't the fastest guy. Stu was faster than him, Ricky was faster than him, but he would find a way to win. So it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me, which I'm, I'm making your point for you, but, yeah, it's, that's, that's what he's done his whole career.
2: Um, Marv got a yeah, little just f- awesome oh, to watch yeah. that.
0: I love to watch that. Like, He's yeah. just a master at work.
2: Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool, and I'm glad yeah. he could end it on a, on a on a good note. Although the main went 11th, so that's it's probably not where he wants to be in the main. Uh, but not not you know what are you going to do I with think the think He starts? even got 12th. Uh, 11th? No, I got it in front of me. Oh really? Yeah, Brayton didn't get him.
1: Um, uh, he was behind Brayton, and he must have got Brayton on the last lap. He was behind Brayton the entire race. Oh,
2: Okay. Uh, are you sure that wasn't Freeze? Because Freeze was right there. Uh,
1: well, Freeze, he passed Brayton with, like, three laps to go. And then yeah. Brayton, he was behind Brayton the entire race. So something happened the last lap or the second-to-last lap to get by Brayton.
2: Um, but it was cool, for sure. Hey, uh, Weege, Marv was getting frisky for a little bit. Marv wanted some of Eli.
0: Yeah, and I know we always say, look, come is the fastest guy. He's his own worst enemy. If he could just stay out of his own trouble, he would beat everybody all the time. But – I don't know if two or three years ago anyone was pegging that there are races where Moose Tan's absolutely right at his level. I mean, even the race in Foxborough, I know the ending was controversial, but Marvin did hold him at bay for 20 minutes. You know, Tomac didn't just eat him up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think somehow Marvin's won some races here the last year or two. But I think somehow, yeah, every time he goes as fast as Tomac, it still appears to be surprising, even though it it's does. Not- it does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, although he's done it
2: before. Yep, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, Baggett, JT, another podium. Enzo, you're right. He's in uh, the Supercross year. It he come around now. Uh, very good.
1: Yes, uh, he rode really well. You know, the, the start was really important, and I think for Blake, he knew, if hey, if I can get up there, Anderson's not going to want anything to do with this, so I don't have to, to really worry about him. Uh, if I can get a good start, which Blake has been doing, he's going to have it a fairly good chance, or not, I was going to say easy, but it's never easy. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a great chance at a podium. He knew that going in. Uh, every racer is assessing their, you know, that that day and the situation and what's possible and what's not. Um, so, yeah, there was definitely a feeling in that truck and around that team that a podium was definitely
2: yeah.
1: uh, upper grabs. And, and, you know, to his credit, he took advantage of it. That's what it's about.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was um, – I wasn't at Salt Lake, but it looked like he was – Pretty far in front of Craig, it was far in front, and far in front of Craig here too. Like it was, I got third on lock, you know, which is good. Yeah, like there was. Yeah, no...
1: and unfortunately, I mean, Christian was trying hard, but there was no racing going on. Uh, you know, Weston was yeah. trying to trying to come up from the back, but Benny had had a gap on him. And, you know, the Freezy Brayton thing was going on there, but they weren't really racing each other hard. And I was looking through the pack, and I'm like, is anybody racing out there? Like, is yeah. there any battle going on? Yeah. You know, and there, was, there were these pseudo battles where Marvin's trying to catch Eli, and it's, you're, you're battling for tenths of a second per lap. Mm-hmm. Um, more like road racing wow. where you can see the battle, but it's more mental. But there wasn't really any racing going on in the track
0: whatsoever, which was, was
2: Well, you know, Wigan and I were reminiscing earlier. There was a Vegas, too, where we just watched the Dig Dugs and I played the music while yep. we watched them. Yeah. And that was maybe more entertaining than the race out there. So it's not the, it's not the first Vegas race that, that kind of went like that, right? Well, I, I
1: think yeah. we sucked all of the Vegas drama last year out of any event. So right, right. You know, we're, we're in a uh, – depleted state of any sort of drama happening so they may go on this way for a little while because last year you know i had i had friends and and my own vip program and people that that was their first supercross even some of them and some of them it was their first vegas and i was telling them this isn't normal like this is (laughs) this is not how vegas typically goes like it was we were in every time bikes at the track it was incredible uh, emotional drama for everyone, but this year was, I think, more of the norm for what we've seen at typical Vegas.
2: It almost captured the entire year in one race. It's a little bit of a down year, let's face it. Last year was yeah, tough to beat. True. You know, tough to beat last year, and uh, tough to beat a couple years ago as well, but uh, this year uh, not one of the finest, but that's okay. I'm fascinated in 2018, 2019, to see if this is a one and done for Anderson. Like, I, listen, I, the guy, there's no asterisks, here in this title and, and he, he rode great. But I would put Marvin Eli a little better than him. And but they got hurt and, and Roxon got hurt. And so I don't think we'll see the same injuries next year. I think, you know, things will turn. And we just be, and we just don't have we each, we each one and done guys in 450 for these supercars. You just don't. So I'm fascinated to see if this takes Anderson to a new level.
0: Yeah, it is unfortunate for him in a couple ways. And look, don't cry for him. He just made a million, million last night. So he's good. He's fine. He's good. Uh, but it is unfortunate the way it's going to reflect because I think he, he still was aggressive and he still rode pretty hard and he definitely didn't mail it in just for points every week, but for sure there were moments that he was probably holding back a little bit. And he even said in the press conference before he got sick, he thinks he might've been able to win more races this year. If the points were close and he was in must win situations. So, his performance was maybe a hair off of what it could have been if he had to push it. But the mission from, like, round six was don't crash. So that makes his season look a little – maybe it made him look a little less slow this year. So that part hurts. Second of all, you're right. Now the standard is no longer just winning the Supercross championship. It's like, unless you win two or three, you ain't shit, is the way that the recent history books have shown. Well, I mean, you've got to go all the way back to Emig. It was the last one-time champ, and that is – 21 years ago, since there's been a one-time champ.
2: Yeah, no, it'll be... It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, well, I I think we're not going to know how to look upon this year until the end of next year. Then we will be able to look upon and kind of, you know, judge or whatever it is. We we need a year to see where this goes, yeah. There was a
0: time when winning one title was, like, David Bailey won one title, Mark Barnett won one title, Johnny O'Mara won one title, no one, no one says that those guys aren't legends. But one title back then was just, that was normal. But now, when it's like Dunge won, what, four? The Lopoto won four? Then you had Reed, Stu, Carmichael, and McGrath before that. The standard of one title, unfortunately, I don't think rattles the foundation the way it should. You won the Supercross title. You're the man. It's awesome. It's great. So it's kind of unfortunate. I think a couple things that are hurting his rep a little bit.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes next year, to me. Um, Yeah. uh, What else? Uh, How's... How's the Barsha-Bowers thing going to play out over in the green team? Oof. Oof. How's that going to play out? I mean, look, Savachi got Martin in much similar move. Everyone was fine. You know, You know, they both went down, unlike this one. So, and he rides a green bike, Joey Savachi. But this one, I mean, Bowers is on crutches. He might have broke something. After the race, they, they they said it didn't look like anything was broken, but we all know how that goes. So, yeah, Barsha really – I mean, Bowers – they made contact, and before the whoops, Bowers uh, came in, but barely touched him. To me, kind of just, you know, hit him a little bit, nothing big, and then uh, Barsha looked to me like he took out a mosquito with a shotgun there. And, and...
1: yeah, but I, I, taking this situation out of it, these two are known for riding this way, correct? Yeah. So, and on some level, it's kind of live by the sword, die by the sword. I hope he's not injured because that sucks. That's not cool. But you've gotta know when when your MO is to be aggressive and and stuff like this is gonna happen. And when you uh start something with Barsha, that's his typical reaction. He he does just like you said, kills mosquito with a shotgun. That's what he does. So I'm sure Bowers knew going in that if you make contact with Barsha it's gonna come back at you ten times harder.
2: And yeah. yeah.
1: I and mean, that's what we saw. it just sucks that he hurt himself. That's that's never good, but yeah, you know. Them those two crashing together or Bowers being taken out yeah. I would fully expect if you started with Barsha.
2: Good qualifying time for Bowers. Good good race going. He kind of was dropping back a little bit before that happened, but he had a good day for the most part until that. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he, was, he was good. I mean, that's how he needed yeah. to end the Supercross Series. Yeah. Unfortunately, the injury you know, Dean, changes all that, but the ride was definitely something he needed to, to have out on his resume.
2: Dean Gibson was tuning in the wrenches. I'm not exactly sure what happened to Bowers' guy for this race. Dean Gibson was turning the wrenches for the first time since Daryl Hurley won the mud race in Spain. Wow. That's the last time. What? Dean was a mechanic.
0: What's the background? (laughs) Um, Because when I saw the first contact there between Bowers and Barsha, and then we got to watch the inevitable Barsha revenge, everybody knew it was coming. Revenge of the Barsha. That was interesting. Revenge of the Barsha. We're like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. So I started thinking back, what was the A. Ray Bowers' When Bowers took out A Ray thinking he was Barsha? Yes. So is this beef that goes way back, or what's well, the
2: deal? Well, people hit me up and said, I bet you Barsha heard that, or Barsha read about that, or something.
0: Um, but why was Bowers because to take Barsha out in Foxborough?
2: Because Barsha had hit him in the turn before.
0: Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So Barsha so hit this him. Is all the, escalating. Yeah, Barsha had hit him, knocked him down, but he, he you know, he no, thought. I thought
0: he, Barsha hit
1: him off the start because Bowers hit A Ray like the first lap.
2: Yeah. I thought it was, like, two turns in. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe Barsha's a listener and a reader. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was, like, preemptive. Like, all right, this guy's out to get me, so I better just end this right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and that's where Bowers took down A-Ray, and he thought it was Barsha. Right.
0: The timing couldn't have been worse because um, before the night show, I had a 45-minute, and uh, there's apparently a word for this, a Brewsertation a dissertation from Bruce Sternstrom, a Bruce-ertation one year later uh, after he said he wanted to light the AMA truck on fire last year because of (laughs) Osborne and uh, Marvin pulling over and no one getting penalized for any of this. So one year later, I check in. You know, they're super mad about Foxborough. They're super mad because now Dungy and Marv have admitted that they pulled over. So Bruce goes off on a rant. You've heard it a million times, Steve. Um, Hates the AMA, hates the SIM, hates all of it. Um, and his main thing, he's like, somebody's going to get hurt. Too many guys are hurt. Roxen got hurt because of being aggressive with Webb. What if Eli had gotten hurt? What if Eli had gotten hurt? How bad would that have been? So when I saw Bowers get rammed and then ride over to the medic's mule, I'm like, this is not good timing. Yeah. This is the exact yeah. point. Bruce went off for 45 minutes saying these passes are going to result in someone getting hurt, and I don't really feel that way. I feel like for every 100 block passes, there's one injury from it. But damn it all. There was one. Um so that is not good timing.
2: We got a week before Hangtown. So maybe by Hangtown everything'll smooth over. Probably not. Well, in a year it didn't smooth over. Yeah, no, I know. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh Benny Bloss. Benny Bloss.
1: He was good. He was good, man.
2: He qualified well? well we
1: saw we saw it coming, I or I did. Anyway, I because I was there and at both rounds watching practice and all that stuff, which I, I understand most people don't get to do. But his qualifying lap at Salt Lake, I was like, wow, Benny. Like I told him to his face, like, that was legit. Like, you ride like that, you will be very good <laughs> as far as your, your situation in the sport and making money and being on teams. Uh, and then he backed it up, backed it up in Vegas. Good starts, good pace. Uh, you know, he had that – uh, Weston Pike uh, group behind him um, with you know Bowers Barsha Pike that was a, a nasty vortex of uh, all bad coming for him if he allowed it and he to his credit he was he was too fast he just he wasn't letting it happen and he stayed away from those guys and his pace was was just good enough yeah. you know he had 21 minutes those guys would have got him if they could and uh, he was strong he rode really really yeah. well it was impressive
2: great job for Benny yeah awesome. Um, sixth place. Um, what else? Uh, Brayden said, uh, his start was bad and the track sucked. There was nothing he could do. He, so he well, lost. You think that cost him any money with the. He champion, said like the minimal three. amount to me. Minimal. Yeah, I,
1: don't I, don't, I don't know the the deal. Right. But, uh, there was definitely a, there were tied in points going yeah. into this round.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, new two year deal for Brayden. Congratulations. Why again? You guys did a good job. You earned it.
0: Well, you know. Always had bad respect for Tony, unless he always making the right decision. Always, so just another. I right. mean, what can I say? Right. right. Tony knows. Tony knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah. Genius. Uh, he Genius got moved by the team, and he got a nice raise. I heard from some people over there. So, as he deserves, as he should. So.
0: Well, there's there's a lot going on
1: with that. I think, because you know, with Brayton's success in Australia, he's a big part of Honda Global Honda's plans. Uh, so. I think there's a lot of synergy between, you know, uh, Yariv is the the main man at Honda in Australia and him working with American Honda and Genova, you know, because he obviously wears fly racing uh, gear. So we're in a lot of those conversations as far as his future. So I think it made sense on all fronts to keep him because he's locked in on a Honda in Australia for the foreseeable future as well. So it all made sense.
2: Yeah. No, uh, great job, Wigandt. So. Thanks. Um, yep. is he going to wear fly, JT? His deal's up for that, too?
1: Uh, his deal, We're actually working on his deal for that. Okay. I uh, but so. I, I just knew because it's been a, a lot of conversation, because we have a distributor in Australia and trying to sort all yep. that out. And I knew yep. he was locked in down there. So there's a lot of ins well, and outs. Very complicated. Case. <laughs> a lot of ins and
2: outs. Wow. He's going to get a raise from you guys, too, I, I imagine. Yeah, so um, good job for Justin Brayton, uh, fifth overall in a year. He told me if you'd said I was going to get fifth and win a race before the year, He's like, I would have been amazed, so I'm taking it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Mookie was good, and then Mookie looped out in the heat race.
1: Oh, man, that was crazy. I'll yep. he's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think that probably slowed him down a little bit, um, you know, the rest of the day. W- what else? Uh, Kate Ottenwright, why get? Oh, showing, showing them. Showing JGR. It just took him out a couple years early. Good job for Kate. Um. Uh, what else? Yeah,
0: Cade. No one
2: will remember this, but Cade
0: Onright was a fill-in rider. I think in Seattle last year. Oh, it year, I last thought it was the year before. Was it last year? I think it was last year. Oh, and right. uh, no one never heard of him. He was a fill-in rider, and uh, did he not even make it main? I think he ended up not taking the Maine. I, I think, think he made one. I think he made one. Oh yeah, I guess he had a few shots at it. Seattle and maybe one more. Uh, anyway. So, anytime Steve and I have seen him in qualifying this year, every time we see him, we say, he's here to show them, show them they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's not running through his mind at all. And no. I've even made that joke in front of the JGR guys. And I think they don't even remember him. Right. So they might not even know what I'm joking
2: <laughs> right, about. Right, right. I think that's like, probably
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's here to show you. And I think they're like, what? Right. Uh, so, it okay. turns out, he makes the main on a 450. And uh, Phil did not make the main. So, we said he probably rode yeah. by the truck. Rev the bike and said, hey, I'm getting ready for the main.
2: Where's Phil? How's Phil? Where's Phil? I got to oh. go race the main event. Yeah, Phil. Showing them. Phil, Phil had a rough night, not happy with Sexton at one point. Uh, got passed by Hill on the last lap for the last qualifying spot. Then uh, in the LCQ, a dude, uh, I think um, one of the, the IB Corp guys got, oh, no, it was um, It was Marquiez. Uh, went sideways. Phil plowed into him. And then Sexton, after the race, was like, hey, I think Phil's really mad at me. you got to ask Phil if he's mad at me. And I'm like, okay, I will. And then I said, did he give you a throat slit gesture? And he goes, no. I'm like, okay, well, you're not that bad. You're okay. And then I was talking to J-Bone, and, and he said, yeah, uh, Phil, Phil called him over, like with his finger, like, come here, after the race. Like, come over here. <laughs> and Sexton rode over to him, and then Phil yelled a lot of things at him. And then Sexton nodded and said, "Yeah, my bad." And then Phil told J Bone, "Ah, the kid owned it. I don't care. The kid owned it. So f- no beef. Like just that's all it needs. <laughs> you need to go to Phil to, to talk about it, get yelled at, and then say you're sorry. And Phil will not give you the throat slash gesture. That seems to be seems to be his deal. So what did he do? Uh, I don't know. I missed it. I slammed into him at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, who knows." So, um <laughs> all right. What else? Anything else 450-wise? Alex Ray, 15th. Good job for A-Ray. He was very excited. Yep, that's good. Yeah, he, he rode well. Um He was happy about that. Uh, wasn't there a guy who didn't make it? No, I don't. No, 450-wise? No. Uh,
1: yeah, I think two, there was 18 of them.
2: No, a surprise guy. But no, I guess not. This is more 250s. Um Vince Freeze rode well, tenth place, like you said, JT. Coming up, uh, Anderson clinches the title. Good job for the Rockstar Husky team. Two titles for those guys too. That's awesome. That's got to be pretty good. Uh, they were why again? They were excited because they were wondering what when the last time a guy, one team, won two titles, right?
0: Yes, it seems like a massive thing because it seems rare that anyone's even competing at the highest level in both classes. But then I realized. Yep. KTM did it in 2015 with Marvin Dunge, so not as rare as it
2: seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so before that, it could have been ten years before. Oh that. yeah, you... for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Anything else for uh, 450-wise? Uh, nope. All right. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. Maxxis tires as well. Alpine stars protect. Alpine star winning a, a 450 title for the first time as a gear company. Right? They'd, they've never done that before. 450 Supercross title.
1: Uh, that's, that was that was big for them. I yeah. mean, they were. Yep. Yeah, going in, you would think with after the first couple of rounds between Anderson and Tomac, they had a, obviously a great shot at it. But, yeah, that was, that yeah. was the first one. For yeah. Trust.
2: yeah, that's a big deal. They've got some serious money out there, by the way, if anyone's oh, yeah. wondering. They have some serious Ooh, yeah. money out there in, in their athletes. Um, all right, uh, thanks to those guys. And uh, let's go to a commercial break. Listen to this commercial from Racetech to save, racetech.com. I went riding today on my Racetech suspension uh, for a ride day. It was uh, like pillows. Like pillows everybody. Uh all right, we we'll right back after this to talk uh, talk some 250s. Race Tech suspension and engines people Popper X 18 is the code to save breaking through the limitations of OEM designs. Race Tech specializing high performance suspension, parts, service and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Race Tech, guys like the Hep Suzuki team. And many more in the pits. Use Racetech for their suspension and engines mods. Popham 18 you can save using the code. Please check them out, Racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your
0: bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath.
2: And we're back. FlyRacing.com, Racerex Podcast. Uh, please subscribe to the magazine. Please, I beg you. Subscribe to the magazine. Um, and uh, we, we'll keep doing these pods. If, if you guys don't subscribe, we're going to stop doing these pods forever. I can't say that anymore, because you have a pod. So it's not really holding any weight with anybody.
0: Well, I'll probably end up stopping doing that, too. Same oh, thing, though. Okay. So okay. Double the reason. Right. Double the reason.
2: Podcast. Podcast. Have you actually listened to one? I listened to the, the Roy and Davey one. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. That's what I was saying. I would have liked to have got a little bit more on the AMA side of things. like they, <laughs> You know? Everyone was like, the AMA this, the AMA that. And 95% of me believe that the AMA did screw that deal up back then with the 2001 Supercross series. But I'd like to find out a little bit of why they decided to go with jam sports. But anyways, good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because we know know deep down in the back of your mind, if you can even get an inkling, a hint of anyone saying anything bad about the Supercross promoters, you would start rubbing your hands together. So I know.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I live for this. You would love
0: to hear an AMA guy talk some trash.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? I don't know who's, I don't know, is there an organization in the world that has made more mistakes than the AMA over the years? Like, seriously? Is there anybody? I I don't know. Outside of helmet laws, which I see they do a lot, I don't know. When it comes to pro racing? (sighs) Pro racing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Look, I've said this, man, it's really a shame, because we, we laugh at them and people have made fun of them. Look, I remember being like seven years old and hearing people say this stuff. So it's not just me or us. This has been going on for ages. Yeah, But it is unfortunate because we're starting to get into some trouble parts of the industry and racing and who controls what. And I've said this before, this is when you would really need an organization like this that unites everything, would really, really help. But now we've made fun of them and marginalized them and disrespected them to the point where they can't do anything. Yeah, And we've done this to our own peril now.
2: They, they touch. Uh, they touch the OEMs. They touch the racing, pro racing. They touch the uh, sanctioning bodies, and promoters. They they have every something to do with everybody. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, and all we hear now is everyone arguing and like, who could fix this? Well, they could have, but they've been marginalized, so that sucks.
2: Right. Uh, all right, two fifty shootout, Vegas. Uh, Adams and Cirillo. I took him to a hockey game on Friday night. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights and then he uh, appeared to be, love it and be in a good mood and then he went and passed Jordan Smith uh, Shane McElroy and Joey Savacci and Jeremy Martin uh, maybe he didn't pass Jordan uh, and uh, and take the win not a coincidence you guys hockey put him in a good mood to take his first <laughs> win of the year Wigant. so I feel like
0: if you race GNCC you win titles yeah and you feel if you go to hockey games, you win races.
2: You win races. Yeah, exactly. Got it. it it's it's Got good it. because AC will be here Monday night to host the Pulp show. This is really good. It's good timing. But, hey, for reals, JT, he wrote great. He wrote really well. Like Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah. Uh, basically reminiscent of 2017.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, really. Yeah,
1: saved the best for last. And whatever it is about Vegas and AC, you know, whether it's having no pressure and just going for it, uh, it, it definitely works for him. Even though he had a huge crash in practice, that I was scared was going to actually leave him hurt. Uh, he rode incredibly well in the main event. He absolutely deserved to win that race. He was the best guy.
2: Um, you know, I had somebody today at the at the ride day say, like, oh, man, like, he should have won that title. And I'm like, y- we've said it all along, his raw speed might have been the greatest. But don't forget about Houston. Don't forget about San Diego. Like, he got a win, but he also, this thing could have been his. and it wa- And he didn't grab it. You know, uh, we love AC, he's a good dude, but you know what I mean, JT? Well,
1: you can't, like, I mean, you can't have yeah. rides like he did in Houston, where you crash several times in yeah. the main event. Or can't,
2: can't San, Di- San Diego, he's out front, all alone, Hill will road great to catch and pass him, you know?
1: Yep. You can't do that. So. I, you know, I, though getting second and whatever, like, that's one thing, but when you crash, he crashed like two times in one lap in
2: yeah. Houston,
1: no. you know, yeah. you just can't do stuff like no.
2: that. Um, but it's good to see him get a win, you know? Win uh, for and, sure. And, and there's, there's the flash, you know, there's there's... Right, well, oh, we can work with speed. Yeah. We can work with speed, and that we show. So.
0: I know he uh, also has now announced that he's out with this knee injury for outdoors. Um, but any of the talk about him being fragile because of all those injuries he had, I really can't say that anymore. Like, dude, he takes he takes hits. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like JT said, like it was another – dude, he crashed hard in practice, and it was like, wasn't yeah. it the very next lap that he had the fastest time, or maybe two laps later? I,
2: I I didn't see it practice. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, it doesn't even phase him. He yeah. got up and was pinning it.
2: Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he always told me the whole time about his shoulders being a genetic issue and that's why they were popping out. And then they went in and added a, some bone to the, you know, at the back of the shoulder to keep it in. And they, he did both of them and, and he's never had an issue. And the whole time he's like, man, they tell me it's genetics. I got nothing to do. You know, it's not that I'm fragile. It's just something that my bone, my body didn't grow this way or something. Um, so yeah, I mean I just didn't grow at all. Yeah. So you know, he's always said that and you're <laughs> right, why again? The knee thing, we'll get to some clarification here, but I think it was the Zacho Indianapolis attack. Wacko Zacho Indianapolis attack that did his knee in you know for good. So
0: Yeah. We've seen a lot of crashes in the last two years at AC, but yeah. none of them actually put him out of action.
2: Yeah, fly racing zone, JT.
0: Yeah, that's uh,
1: three titles out of three that he's been eligible for. He's got another chance at it starting, uh, you know, two weeks from yesterday. But what a revelation he has been! And I, you know, obviously the the change in scenery and training program and all that had to have made a big difference because he's he's literally gone three for three <laughs> since
2: yeah. you
1: know this big well, change in his life. So uh, it's awesome! It's awesome so to so see. Fly, you know, we all so like sits
2: the gear. Since the year? No, you said?
1: you said (laughs) big change in
2: his life. What are you talking about?
1: I'm saying moving to Florida and working with Alden, and, you know, he changed everything. He changed his whole program, where he lived, what he did. Hold on a second.
2: Hold on a second. Weech, doesn't it seem like JT doesn't always listen? Like, I was kind of going after him for fly racing's hurting Adam. Fly racing's wacko hurting Adam. And then he goes into this. Then JT goes into this huge thing about this big change. I thought it was the gear. <laughs> I thought he was leading with this gear, making uh, Osborne a three-time champion.
0: I, no, I, I wasn't I picking up on you me. going into that.
2: No. Okay. I all can't
0: right. take credit for that. Well, you should. Well, we're, we
1: are happy to be a part of it. We're um, not responsible for it.
2: I was talking to Brittany Osborne, his wife, for a while, and it, and, and it was so long that uh, – I was talking to her for so long that Osborne came out of his motorhome because someone said uh, – he said, where's Brittany? And then someone said, she's talking to Mathis, and he came running out. After a while, he's like, "What is going? Like, what? You know, what are you doing to her? You know, basically." But no, I was. Talk, I mean, he did, but I was talking to Brittany for a while, and we were reminiscing on just how far he's come, you know, and 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 how he was in a living. He slept in a tent under the team truck in Russia. You know, <laughs> just at some point everything was not going well, and and this he's on the and we were talking about you know being a three-time champion, and she was like, "Wow, well, it's not happening. And I'm like, ah, you got, you got this. You, you know how I do it." I'm like, "You got this don't worry about, it. you're going to be a three-time champion and, and and if he goes on to win this outdoor title, uh, it is going to be a, that is an elite elite company of riders that have ever done that, and um yeah, man, crazy, like just and and I would argue J.T. didn't ride as well this year.
1: Uh, you know what? It was, it was different for sure. Um, there were a lot of rounds where I don't know if he was the fastest guy, but it was a very, uh, smart series he, he rode. I will say that, you know, it was a, it was a series where you can tell he had the number one plate and he knew how to win a championship already. So yeah, I don't know what that means moving forward, but I I would agree with you. You know, I think there were definitely weekends where Jeremy Martin was the best guy and, and And Faulkner yeah yep, Forkner yeah. was definitely better at times, too. But, as we know, that's not always the most yeah. important thing.
2: Yeah. No, you he, have to uh... be
1: there every single round, and sometimes you have to take a second and move forward. And, you know, Forkner t- t- took himself out of the series, and J-Mart took himself out of the series at the beginning. So, it's kind of how it's Where it do
2: you, on a percent pie for, for Osborne's success, where does Fly rank in there? <laughs>
1: I'm going to say one percent, man. We are... I know you keep pushing on this, but we're, we're just benefactors, man. We're happy. Like, we do oh. everything we can to help them.
2: And, and so also to Brayton, you just happened to get Brayton, and all of a sudden look at him? Wins Daytona? Yes. Okay, all right. That is, that is true. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on who Fly Racing gets next year. We'll, we'll keep an eye on all that. Right. Um, can, can you get Phil, please? <laughs> who wants too much money? I will. I, you know I will politic for Phil for the fourth consecutive year this year with, with numerous angry texts to you and Max. You know that, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's not that we don't want to help Phil. He just wants yep. too much money. No, I don't. Still, but I, I don't. expensive doesn't like matter. <laughs>
2: uh, J T. You got to take off here before we wrap up. Uh, Wygant and I will go on a little bit if you want about the two fifties. Uh, Justin Hill, Wigan, was he hurt again?
0: Dude, I don't know. I was thinking about this today. Is this the worst title defense that we've seen?
2: Someone asked me that same question, and I thought Shea Bentley won a race. Shea Bentley's a race. went worse. But Bentley was Bentley ever healthy ever again? I thought he was. For I mean, I think he got hurt during that 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 uh, defending title season, but maybe uh, not.
0: I thought I feel like Bentley was just hurt and sick and for like forever and ever and ever and ever. Like Hill, I, I just, just can't explain it. And then he wins San Diego, and then has he basically had two awesome rides all year. It was bizarre. Yeah, and San Diego.
2: Well, Tampa four fifty class, yeah, he'll just he'll just put that on repeat when it comes time for contract talks or whatever, you know. Um Bizarre year though, huh, J T for Hill. Like like I don't maybe he was hurt from Salt Lake, but man, there was nothing going on out there for him. Nothing. Well,
1: no, not this weekend, but I mean it was so weird because you watched him at Anaheim and he, he looked pretty good in practice and then Houston, I don't know who rode his bike in Houston, but I don't think that was Justin Hill at that event. I'm not sure where he was. Uh, it was that was the most bizarre event of the season. I, I've never yeah. seen anything like that from him. And then you're kind of like, okay, well, this is going to go really badly. And I, you know, we made jokes and we're kind of like, this is this wow, is one, go of for us, real. one of us,
2: one of us, one of us. You know, predicting doom and gloom from the start.
1: Well, and then he <laughs> comes. through. Well, he gets. He goes out and he wins San Diego. Then he mm-hmm. gets on a 450, and you know he's like baby Jesus out there, right? Insanely good at Tampa, and then he goes back to you know he hurts himself in practice. He cased the triple really hard, which I actually watched, uh, and then it was yeah back to the old Justin Hill from the beginning of the season, where it was yeah. nowhere near the pace. So I I have no answers for you. I'm explaining it, what
2: happened, right. yeah.
1: but why that happened, no clue. Uh,
2: Jordan Smith rode really well. Jordan really rode well. I thought McArath was going to win, though. Did you both of you think that? Oh yeah, yeah. Weej.
0: Yeah, and yeah. but there was a lap or two where J Mart was also getting in there, and I thought he might win.
2: Yeah, I thought it was going to be Shane, and then we we're going to come on this podcast mm-hmm. and talk about how we never talk about Shane, and he was going to win in the shootout. But um, Jordan Smith came up, rode well, as as did Adam, as we talked about. Um, Plessinger, about f- ten minutes for the night show. I was uh, talking to A Ray and Rarick underneath the cycle trader tent and Plessinger walks up, no shirt on, camo shorts on, and his hair is everywhere. He looks like uh, he looks like um uh Simpson's guy. Krusty. Crusty, the crust No, no not Krusty.
0: Um the Vietnam guy?
2: No, um uh, Fraser. Fraser um, Kelsey Grammer's guy. So Sideshow Bob? Oh, the hair. Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Oh, Sideshow Bob, yeah. Bob. And looks like Sideshow Bob, and he walks up to us, and he gives us all high fives, and is like, woo, with high fives. And I'm like, well, passenger is ready. He is uh, He is. <laughs> he is fine now. He, this is no – yeah. But uh, so he rode well. Yeah, Aaron, congratulations to the star team and Will Hahn and, and everybody over there for that title. Aaron was great. Um,
0: Anderson is so – Like, as we were saying, seems to be carefree, and all the trappings of being 450 Supercross champ that has led to these dudes retiring and getting burned out and stressed, it doesn't seem to be affecting Anderson, providing he really did have food poisoning. But then there's Plessinger taking that game to, like, seven steps above of not giving an F about anything and just being himself and being like, oh, whatever, dude, I'm just winning titles over here.
2: We had him on the show Monday. I was like, I wonder if he would come on, you know, the big week before Vegas. Like, I wonder if he'll come on. And he answered right back, yeah, dude, cool. Like no problem. Like, do you think he changes though? Like every, like a lot of guys do when he gets four fifty. What four fifty class?
0: It's gotten the best of him. That's for sure. Yeah. Or they stay the same personality-wise, but the results suck. It, we've never seen anyone successfully <laughs> do both. Yeah, I mean, Anderson somewhat, yeah. but Anderson's still doing the Alden Baker thing, so he's working harder than it probably looks.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, you're right. Good job for uh, for Aaron. Like I said, for the team and everything else. Uh, JT, thanks, uh, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, you got you got a dinner res you got to make. So uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Okay, hey, guys. All yeah. right, see you. Uh, I'm serious though, Wyatt. Like uh, they pick up Zacho, fly racing. They pick up, up Brayton. Like let's keep an eye on this. Maybe there's magic in there.
0: Didn't they have Brayton when he was on? Uh the Butler brothers, they did. Whatever, they, I mean, that, that Rock, is a, Rocky Mountain now or BTO then?
2: Yeah, that is a counter to that <laughs> argument. You, but that was a team deal. Maybe, you know, this is an individual deal. Oh, okay. I don't know.
0: When they start hunting you down yeah. individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did um, you see Plessinger after the race? Did you see what his getup was?
2: Yeah, Roman helmet or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, Roman helmet. Comes in with a Roman helmet, flip-flops, and he proposed to his girlfriend, by the way. Yeah. who's was already baby mama, so he proposed to her. Yeah. And then I, I talked to him, and he said that uh, he actually had the ring since January, and his plan was to propose when he won a race. Mm. But, like, every time he'd win, his buddy wouldn't have the ring. So I'm just picturing this, like, <laughs> I mean, just,
2: like, it's
0: just it's comedy. Yeah. Like, on the podium, bro, you got the ring? No. no. Oh, oh, I got to win another race. Dude, I got to win again.
2: Right. Damn it. <laughs>
0: And I asked him like 19 times, like, were you ever nervous? Were you feeling any pressure at all? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, do you ever?
2: Nah. Nah. Dude, every time you ask him a a question, he like laughs before he answers it. You're like, dude, what'd you think of the track out there? He's like, yeah, it's tough. You know, like every single time, (laughs) like he laughs and then he gives you an answer. Yeah, Yeah, there's very little stress in Aaron Plessinger's life. I feel like, I mean, on the show he was talking about it like, I'll just go back to GNCC like no problem like you know like oh like he's not even concerned about his career well yeah i I mean i just he's like i'm gonna race gncc at some point and and maybe that's his maybe that's his whole mindset was like dude this is just a bonus i was gonna go race in the woods you know like maybe like this is all just gravy right here um so yeah yeah, it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see the the best part of the day for me well actually actually uh savachi's move on on jmart what'd you think I, I hate to say this, but I didn't
0: see it. I was watching, I was studying Osborne and Plessinger to see what they were doing, oh, yeah. and I took my eyes off. And the next thing I know, they're on the ground.
2: Yeah, it was a lot like the bar show one, but they both went down. So yeah. But who was on the who was, oh Savachi Savachi the aggressor? Yeah, yes. Oh yes, yeah. Savachi was the aggressor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. On Jan J- Well, Mark. how do the Cali guys feel about that? Well, that's what I was saying earlier in the show. I, I don't exactly know. We we do have that ammo, and when we get ambushed in a couple weeks, we'll have that ammo to go in and be yeah. like, well, what about Savachi? Um, yeah yeah i did hear this weekend that savachi might be the second 450 guy over there from somebody so we'll see we'll see um
0: you know now that the word is out that ac is not racing outdoors and uh, marty is out and we're
2: we're thinking forkner no not ready Yep, forkner will be at hangtown i talked i talked to Peyton about that yep
0: oh it will be at hangtown yep we'll be at hangtown okay yeah because i mean that's putting a lot of pressure on joey's shoulders because i don't think they're expecting rookie Marchbanks to win the title so I thought I'm like, are they seriously going in? And Joey's yeah. the only guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Fortner will be back.
2: Yeah. Right. The best conversation all weekend was I was under the PC tent, talking to Mitch, and and Alan, seen was there, and Bobby Nichols, and uh, I we're talking about next year and who he's gonna sign, and and I'm like, what about Marty? And he's like, and he's like, you gotta sign Marty. Mitch said. I'm like, what? you got to sign Marty. Who would? And he's like. You do. And he goes. You do have to sign Marty. Who's better? Who's better? Who can win races? And I'm just like, you can't do it. You can't do it, Mitch. And I told him the anvil and the roadrunner and the coyote story. And he really thought that was funny. He's like, you're kind of (laughs) right. And I said, you know, we have nets up this year. We have nets in in bowl turns. But who's the one guy who flew off a bowl turn this year still and crumpled to the ground in the turn that doesn't have a net? It's Marty. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what happens to marty and 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 i said i even though red dog is there and everything else so then we got in this and so who strolls up rv oh no yeah and he and then he starts saying mitch we talked about this in the in your office you need to you and mitch is like we did and then rv's like you need to pay me i'll be a consultant you pay me i'll consult you i'm like wait didn't you don't you have a yamaha deal what happened to this Yamaha deal? He's like, ah, this is consulting. This is consulting. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to go
0: over well. First of all, you're well, wearing- pro Well, Pro Circuit and Yamaha are cool. Pro Circuit and Yamaha get along. Right, right. Um, they happen to be Kawasaki riders, but Pro Circuit and Yamaha are tight. Yeah.
2: So he, uh, and so he's just like, yeah, Mitch. So then he starts talking about Darian Sinai. you got to get Sinai. Sinai's your guy. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where this comes from. I don't know if Sinai <laughs> somehow... RV's <laughs> driving the Sinai train. And Mitch is like, yeah. I would like.
0: put money on RV not knowing who Sinai is.
2: <laughs> right, right. Uh, I think Sinai's a Pac Northwest guy originally. Oh, maybe. He might be. Oh, Maybe. So okay. he's driving the Sinai train. And, wow. and, and, and he's like, and Mitch is like, I don't know about Supercross, maybe another year. And, and there's Covington's name came up, you know, because he wants, may, may want to come back. I'm driving the troll train. I'm just like, look. Troll will get outdoors still matter, you know. He's like, What about supercross? I'm like, He can do it, he can podium, he can win, like, he may not win you a title. And then Mitch is just like, You gotta win titles, you gotta win. I'm like, How's Marty going? How's Marty doing? So, this is like just epic. We're just bench racing, and and just yeah, going around and around. And I'm driving the troll train, and he (laughs) and, and 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 then Mitch is like, Yeah, like, I like Alex, you know, and then. I'm like, you got Faulkner the kid, you got Marchbanks the kid. You need the veteran, uh, troll to keep everybody, you know, in, in place. And RV's got some not so great words for troll in the way that RV can, and um, you know, because he's just driving us an night train. He's just driving this thing, uh, uh, you know. So it was great. I don't think we got anywhere, you know. But I mean, Mitch is just laughing the whole time. He's like, "You got to sign, Marty."
0: What's great is you probably don't remember this, but I remember the first time Mitch was signing Marty, which has to be five years ago now, six years ago. Oh, more than that, right? No, you were trying to convince him to sign Phil at the time.
2: <laughs> I don't remember that. I do not remember that. No, so but nothing has changed. Right?
0: If you right, just right, substituted right, Amark for Phil, but we know in your right. mind they're, they're they're both there. They're like your two sons.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And well, I didn't bring. I didn't. I thought about. Phil's name crossed my mind. I'm like, I better not say Phil.
0: No, it didn't. Come, stop it.
2: No, it did. But I'm like, I'm going to lose all credibility here. Like, if I start throwing <laughs> okay. that out, so I didn't. But it crossed my mind.
0: But um, I wish you had brought Phil up and and drove the Phil train, and then he didn't make the main. That would have been
2: <laughs> that been great, so good, right? Um, so it was great. It was classic. So I still don't know what Proctor is going to do. They have an open spot, um, you know. And then I said, it's what about Marty. Hampshire? What about Hampshire? And Mitch, is, Mitch is, is like, I'm like, what about Hampshire? And Mitch is like, No, nah, he signed. So I, I I thought Hampshire was up. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, so there we go. It was basically this It's going to be
0: Marty. It's going to be Marty. This is Marty somehow out-Martied himself. This is the best Marty performance that Marty's ever had. <laughs> right. And the press release came out today. He will not be able to race outdoors. Mm-hmm. But in a, pr- a set of practice sessions and a heat race, Marty he showed everything he needed
2: to show. Marty's blazes of speed are getting shorter and shorter, but it's working for him. <laughs> however, however, here's the difference I think I feel about
0: Marty these days and in the past. Marty, I think, has a, re- a legitimate claim that this wasn't his fault. Now, I know that Josh Osby feels differently. Yes. Before, it was self-induced. Now, Marty, it's yeah. been visa problems. It's been bike breaks and testing, and he gets hurt. Now, I think Marty can say, look, man, I got it fixed. I'm good. I- I'm not self-inflicting these wounds any longer. So
2: well. But, you know, the, what about the flying off the berm in St. Louis?
0: Well, apparently all other crashes after Dallas were because he was riding hurt. That's that's yeah. his claim. Yeah. Wow. But your point is, even if the the first-turn crash in Dallas happens just because he has this vortex, it's just a bad luck around Yeah,
2: him. like it. I just told Mitch, I'm like, you got 12 years. And Mitch is hilarious because he's just like, like, when you make a point, he's like, huh? Yeah, you got a point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's great. He's great to bench race with, you know, and all that, all that. So, um, and yeah. He is great, but,
0: but, uh, I was over there, as I said, uh, went over to the Husky tent. It's, it's, it's always fun to watch these celebrations. And, and not, I don't ever grab the championship shirt. I don't crack a beer with the teams. I don't right. do that. I, I'm, I'm not a part of their success. I earn nothing for them and any other team that wins. I just, to me, as a journalist, it's interesting to see the interplay and who comes over and who says what. And mm-hmm. you learn a lot about a team structure when they celebrate like that. But while I was over there, uh, someone, friend of ours, came over to point out that uh, Mitch's truck was coincidentally right across from yeah. Rockstar Husky. Uh, not fans. The Pro Circuit team is not a fan of the, the Dak Osborne Rockstar Husky effort. effort. Um, um... So it was...
2: Yeah, but I feel like Mitch would go over to talk to Hewitt about Anderson and shake, you know, shake his hand and that. No,
0: no, no, no. Nope. Um, okay, I was informed that Mitch was not happy, was was not pumped to be hearing these burnouts and right, like, being right, taken to right, the right, rev limiter. Right. It was just yeah. like noise. It was just nails on a chalkboard.
2: Oh, he's still a competitive guy. I go over there for post race stuff, and sometimes he's just like, I don't want to talk this week. Can we do it next week? You know, like he doesn't. Yep. He doesn't want to talk. He's still pissed off at different parts and this and that. So. Um yeah, yeah still, they
0: didn't win in the end they didn't win a title this year and yeah. he's pissed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You no, know, absolutely. Um yeah, I was hoping Adam would reveal the out for the summer on the pulp show on Monday. <laughs> However, it seemed like national T V was more important. So thanks, Adam. Um all oh, right. he said it on T V okay. also? Yeah, yeah, I guess he did. Yeah, I was getting oh, uh, he I said it watched. in the press conference. Yeah, he said it on TV too. I was getting t- tweets about oh, okay. it. So um gotcha. Uh, good job for Hayden Melrose in a shout in a shootout to get 10th. Good job. Heart raft ninth. Good job. Heart raft. has a future, bro. Heart raft. I think so. Heart raft yeah. is, is the real deal. Um, the way he comes from the back, the way he's got raw speed, the way he, the, his build, um, the, everything about Hartraft, I feel is on the, is on the come up, you
0: know? Yeah. He seems like a pretty humble guy. I think is. Family, everybody I'm, I'm talking to says the family is actually normal, which we know is 50-50 uh-huh. at that level yep. What you're going to get. It seems like you're from a good group. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, we've seen that's literally that team's job there to take flyers on these guys. Some of them work out, some of them don't. But yep. this seems like one that's probably going to work out.
2: Yep, absolutely. Good job for Jacob Williamson, too, for making it right out of the heat. I don't know what happened in the main; the issues, but um... – good job for that uh Costello, and he raced well. uh, Rainy cross
0: on friday and did well i mean yeah. that's normally what he does he yep. races arena yep. cross but he was uh, fast there so that yeah. was another
2: oh that was another idea i had for mitch i'm like Hayes, supercross only if you're worried about trolls supercross results we'll put Just hayes a one as, and one hayes on the f- no I, troll can still race supercross but uh wow. and troll is alex martin everybody in case we i don't know if we ever identified him um but um <laughs> Hayes can do West Coast fifth guy, Supercross only. There you go, Hayes. There's your shot. Because we, we heard from a lot of people Arena Cross is done. A lot of people, uh, all the teams, all the riders seem to think that it's done. So not coming back, uh, and uh, Hayes needs a ride. There we go. Boom. Right?
0: Well, Hayes even came on the podium there to, with the number one plate to the live audience and said, I'm looking for a ride for next year in Supercross. So yeah, I'm not sure why. Not sure why he's not. Oh, you, back to you don't think? You don't
2: think I should have said that? Should I? Should I not have said that? No, it's just oh.
0: no. I'm making fun of the fact oh. that this is everyone knows, yet nothing is being said. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, they hilarious. Got, they got all butthurt at me earlier this year, but that's. I mean, that's what the riders and teams are saying. So, um, when the Arena cross champion
0: comes on and says, "I need a ride in Supercross next year," and says nothing about wanting to defend the title,
2: right? I think that says something. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. So, <laughs> so that was my plan for Peyton when he was brought up. Amart's uh, supercross results, which have been good, they, he's had good supercross rides. He can't help it that Christian Craig sent him onto into into Mars early in last year's supercross season. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was riding well actually in supercross. Yeah, and yeah, good, this
2: year, good job, Christian. Great job. <laughs>
0: um, I was trying to get intel all weekend for our outdoor previews, which mm. we'll do these uh, podcasts this week. Yeah. Uh, so troll, I feel is one of the hardest ones to read because
2: oh, there's no, no, been no.
0: zero Supercross. Oh no, no, no! no, uh, no, no, no but no, no. there's nothing to even worry about. There's nothing no, at
2: all. Nothing to worry about. Okay, we are on target. We have been ready to race Supercross for a while, and we are just getting ready for outdoors. We are going to be one of those guys that come out. You know, like like Marchbanks. Marchbanks going to come out guns blazing, right? We've been doing nothing yes. but moto, so yeah, uh, we're we're going to be in the same boat, Amar and yes. I. So.
0: I'll, I'll be sure to blow it up. I was once accosted by a rider's dad for not going insane enough on the TV show when his son got fifth in his first career moto. Mm. But to me, those opening dudes coming in that didn't race Supercross and killing it in the first moto at Hangtown, it's like you've yeah. you got to slow your roll on that.
2: Everyone's checking results it right happens. now. For, for who got fifth?
0: <laughs>
2: the rider himself is cool.
0: The dad, not cool whatsoever.
2: Uh, Charbon- um, Charbonneau.
0: No, it's not Charbonneau. No, it's oh, he, several years ago. But Charbonneau is another example. He yeah, rode great. Right. Um, the best moto he probably had was uh, his very first. And my point is, this happens all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, uh, not not Charbonneau.
2: Uh, I'm just trying to think. Now I'm going back to see You got fifth. So. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Uh, Vegas. Is uh, well, done-
0: do you know there's only one dad that I've ever had it out with?
2: Oh, same guy. Yeah. Oh, that I didn't. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. Oh, that was part of it. That was yeah, part of the whole was, thing. Okay. That was
0: a big part of it. Oh, yeah. That. Guy. I didn't blow it up enough yeah. on the TV show yeah. that he got fifth in his first moto. Right. And I'm thinking like, yeah. they all get fifth in their first moto. <laughs>
2: Eli Tomac it's, just won. Like, Eli Tomac Eli won. One.
0: <laughs> like, it's just what happens. And then yeah. a couple rounds in, it's not quite the same. It's just like you're right. These dudes are motoring down. Yeah. They're coming in ready. Right.
2: Uh, Mosman clean- Claymart just
0: one What if Amart one wins it? Just one it.
2: Yeah. Well. I feel like I should get some of the bonus. I will be over at Peyton's truck asap after the race. Okay. So okay. Um, he's got it. There's a spot at a KTM TLD KTM. There's a spot that okay. Tyler Keith and everyone's kind of waiting on, uh, and Amart mm-hmm. could grab this thing. But there, there is a spot. They don't. They're not totally full, so they haven't told Amart to, to pounce in yet. But um, you know, they need results. So
0: <clears throat> how in the hell did the Vegas podcast become a 15 minute dissertation on Alex Martin who wasn't even there?
2: Because the race had so little going on. That was the funnest part of the oh. day for me was just with RV and I and going back and forth. And then RV, then Beaker came in from Fox and then RV really attacked him for not making, <laughs> making him an offer for gear out of nowhere. Just very angry, you know, and only RV, <laughs> only the way he can. So, okay. God. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, that's Vegas for you in a wrap. Uh, and we'll do some outdoor pod previews, two, 1250, 1450 with uh, JT as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Anything else, I get. We good? We good. We're on to the outdoors. We're on to the real, hashtag real racing. I just wish
0: that these modern four strokes were a little less reliable because if Anderson's bike would have blown up in that burnout uh, two minutes earlier, I would have made my flight. Yeah, I'm really. Like right. I'm like, when's yeah. it gonna go? Yeah. I'm like, yep. the clock is ticking. Blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up, Dude, blow up, and you, it finally blew up. But it took
2: there's, forever. There's nothing that could have held me from going back to. Well, I guess you didn't know because of the check-in thing. So you did make it in time. You did make it. Uh, you know, you 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 never. I wasn't even nervous. Like right. I strolled in there. Yeah, like, I got it. Yes, yes. So I was gonna yeah. say like no. There's nothing that would have happened after the race to make me miss a flight home across the country, but you didn't even, yeah, you didn't even. I don't know
0: why you don't really see the appeal of these parties. Like, I feel like it's an amazing story when whoever, whatever the team is, you I'm, just learn a ton. I'm okay the with structure no, no, no. When these guys.
2: I'm okay with yeah. that. I'm good with that. I hung out a few of them, no doubt. Just the, blo- the blowing up the bikes. The, 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 the uh, maybe I'm getting old, but the, the they're super loud. They smoke out the tent. You, you, you know, your, your ears hurt. Um, there's your, your, the poor motorcycle just gave you a championship, and this is the way you treat it. And and, and, and it's been done, like, the first few times was like, and now we're going to blow our bike up. Okay, cool. But now everyone blows their bike up. I'm just like, okay, well, now it's old news to me. Like, oh, yeah, hey, look at you. All right, cool. Let me plug my ears. Let me get away from the smell of rubber uh, while you blow this bike up. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess, like I said, maybe that's the uh, old man on... Yelling about, you know, walking uphill to school. No, this course.
0: is your mechanic thing. You don't like them throwing the bike down. Never throw the no. bike down. yeah,
2: yeah, no. Don't yep. like it. Yeah, I, 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 nope. I do think a little bit of that, too. I just, but no one, like, we're celebrating, we're there, they're celebrating this championship. Like, they did an awesome job. And no one can talk. You cannot talk. You can't have little children around, even, because of the noise and the smell. Like, like you can't even, because somebody wants to blow a bike up underneath a tent. Like, it makes no sense All right, to me.
0: Go, go, okay, go just, find your safe space with your Alta that you love. Go find your safe space.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait till the, wait till you go to blow God. up an Alta, everybody. Wait till you go to try that. <laughs> <laughs> the battery. Yeah, we're
0: just talking at this level, right. talking about it.
2: And then it just goes because the battery dies. <laughs> I like, there's
0: been many var- I What I like is, it's, there, there are variations on it. They, this time, the team won two titles, so they put the bikes front to front, front wheel to front wheel. And it actually proved to be physically impossible. It couldn't be done. Uh, they couldn't get the burnouts proper. So actually, if you ever want to do dual burnouts, you have to do it at a 45 degree angle. It's weird. They put the bikes front to front, head on, and it wasn't working at all. So yeah, know just um, you know, you
2: know what? Just, when, let's just all celebrate and have conversations and laughs and hugs and crack open some beers and you know. And but we can't do that. I'm because, sure that happened too. I'm yeah, sure that happened too. Well, but it seems like they try for. 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. It's just when Roxon won,
0: you know, RCH, they, they pulled the header pipe off. I thought that was a nice step. I knew to make it even louder. I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Roxon, one time when he won 450 with KTM, I think he was doing a burnout while Chad was pouring a beer in his mouth. I thought that was a great touch. Yeah. Like you're gilded when, when, when Chad comes over to show you how the alcohol should be consumed <laughs> to celebrate. Sure. I mean, that's, that's yeah. like being knighted. That's
2: being yeah, I know that. I mean, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I do. You, when you talk about being, you know, sort of on the outside, uh, yeah, the people that come by is absolutely fascinating. The rather riders, the teams, they're absolutely fascinating to come by and, and see that all that. So, um, you're right about that. You know, that that's interesting. But can we can we have a conversation? Can we talk? Can we just no? We can't. We got we can't even we can't even stand here because we can't. It's smoke everywhere and it smells like a burnt tire and 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 there, there's sparks and fire and like. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like I said, I understand it's a contrarian point of view. I understand that. I'm In a vacuum, I'm used to this stuff in a vacuum. In parties in Temecula. I'm used to it. But so just, you, so you, you, know. you
0: want a couple rocking chairs and some pipes <laughs> sitting around <laughs> with like a cognac. Yes. And just yes. <laughs>
2: discussing you,
0: you, how the evening went.
2: Right. And you smelling the <laughs> cognac and you passing it up. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. Yes. I would prefer that. And we'll just all get around a campfire. You know, with some marshmallows, (laughs) and we will talk about our title and that we won. Yes, uh, I agree.
0: Uh, Plessinger says to me, he's like, man, I'm so sticky. I'm like, champagne? And he's like, no, man. I did this thing where I stood in front of the muffler when my friend was holding it wide open, and then we poured a beer into the exhaust fumes. So that the beer would be blown into <laughs> his
2: face. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually not bad. I'm actually I'm, that's actually kind of cool because they weren't trying to just blow it up. Like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> Champagne? No, no, man. No, no, not at all. Actually.
0: <laughs> no, we we put beer poured into the exhaust fumes. I don't know who came up with this.
2: One. <laughs> and by the way, and and another, and another thing. I've been a mechanic taking apart motors that have absolutely grenaded. Like, it's not fun. Like, I don't imagine they would take a motor that is blown up and throw the whole thing away. Someone has to take it apart. Someone has to take the tie out, take the aluminum out, take the transmission out. You know what I mean? Because these are all parts that can be used in practice bikes or such. So, there's somebody that has to take this thing apart. And taking apart a blown-up motor that has just gone garbage is not fun. Not fun. So... This is uh, this is ridiculous. You're like a you, are, are you like some sort of cyborg?
0: Like you you're you've completely stripped all the human emotion out of
2: this. No. Like no. The point of No, grab a funnel. And now
0: we don't have any cares, we accomplish what we need and we don't care about any of that anymore is the point.
2: Grab a funnel and start pounding beers with Chad. I'm down with that. Yeah. Start <laughs> start doing that. Uh, you know, start passing around a, bo- a bottle like Chad used to do at the banquets. You know what I mean? All of these things go start with Chad. By the way, they all start and stop with Chad. That's what I'm laughing
0: at. Right. So regardless of what team wins or yeah. what rider yeah. or what class right. or what series, yeah. Chad has to be involved.
2: I think so. I think if after, yeah, you could just bring him out like Hannibal Lecter and drop him off and be like, okay, he's he's gonna be your guy that's gonna show you how to do this ride. Right. This guy, he's gonna. You know. um, yeah, but no, I'm I'm down with everything, but trying to blow the bikes up under a tent. That's it. That's what I'm, you know?
0: Well, I got good news. Because the Vegas pits are grass, they actually didn't do that. Just this particular circumstance, they had to push the bikes or ride them, and they they couldn't do it. So they weren't under the tent this particular time. They had to be on the road behind the pits.
2: So you're good. All right, that's enough. People are going to, you know, people aren't going to like what I – if I keep going. So – um, all yep. right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, appreciate it. Vegas wrap-up done. Supercross is done. Uh, and uh, we'll do some outdoor pods and, uh, and everything else. Looking forward to it. Thank you for listening, by the way. It's been fun all year. We, we yep. did a KTM dealer meeting on Friday. And? And? And what? What did people want to talk to you about?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, KTM Australia had their dealer meeting Thursday and Friday. So I was the host. And just... I was like, man, I wonder. really wonder how it's Australia. Like, I don't take for granted. People might be like, we don't even know who this guy is. Oh, no, 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 no. No nope. selfies, autographs, the whole nine, and every single time. May, love the podcast with Steve. Yep. There we go. You JT. Love it. Never Racer X. Never television. The pod, the pod, the pod, the pod, the pod. Mm-hmm. Huge in Australia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. The Kiwis, too. The Kiwis love it, too. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So just yep. want everybody to know that. Um, okay, uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Appreciate it. Why are we We'll talk soon this week. Thanks, man. All right, see ya. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to the Fly
1: Racing Steve Mathis Show.
0: we get our cylinders take them back and you know off we go and you know we ran Nicosil cylinders as a factory part for us <laughs>
1: Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike, you're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in the States, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money.
0: The working class hero, Doug Henry.